Welcome everyone, this is Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I will be your Mindset Coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the idea of taking it the easy way or the hard way. I had the option to make this a blog and I said, you know what, I'm just going to make it a Wednesday episode. I think it's just going to be so much more clear, so much more concise because the idea is a very simple concept to understand. You can always come back to this video as much as you want if you need the PDF of what I'm going to be talking about today, I'll definitely send that to you. What we're going to be looking at is just some ideas of a person or people or society or culture or even the world if you want to just compound it. Guess what? There's an easy way or hard way to do things. You might think that the easy way to do something is going to college, getting a degree, listening to whatever you're told to from the news and et cetera, et cetera. And that's how you live life. There is nothing wrong if you want to live life that way. But yet, that can lead to hardship later on. Because if we look at the statistics, people who are in a 9 to 5, maybe they're not as happy, they're not as fulfilled, maybe they're not getting enough pay, and now they're struggling to make ends meet. They're doing it the hard way. They did what they were told, but yet they're not getting the results that they want. The easy way might be, well, what do I need to do? What do I need to accomplish? It's going to be hard in the beginning. But that hardship in the beginning is going to lead to an easier life in the end. They say that in order for you to get to the life that you want, you have to do the things that many people are afraid to do. And typically the hard things are what people are afraid to do. And it's so funny because even people who work for me, like my assistants and stuff like that, they are always like, give me the easy stuff first. And I'm like, you can take the easy stuff first, but the hard stuff is going to be on your plate eventually you can go whichever way you want. It's almost similar to the fact of if you know yourself very well, right? Some people are like, all right, I'm going to do the big thing first and then the small things. I like to do the big things, the hard things first because decision fatigue is real. And if you're doing something, you're going to find out, oh, wow, decision fatigue is kicking in. Now I have to deal with me trying to go on my phone me trying to be lazy, lay down, not doing what I'm supposed to be doing because we decided to do the easy stuff and then the hard stuff. For me, I like to do the hard stuff first. Now, you might be a person that gets momentum by doing the easy stuff. If you are a person like that, you have to understand that you are that person. I can't say that this example is going to easily help you find it because I have found that it works sometimes and it doesn't work sometimes. So it's inaccuracy is not something I'm going to promote, but it's something that I'm going to give you as a tool. Let's say you have a favorite candy. The candy can be whatever, but it has to be different types. So for example, Starburst, they have four or five different flavors, I believe. You can get Skittles. I believe they have different flavors of Skittles. They have different sour patches. Like you can have like the red one is a different flavor, the green one. We can even look at like chocolates. If you get a box of chocolates, like the Russell's chocolates, The chocolates, they have different flavors. You can have caramel, I believe there's maybe almond or coconut, peanut butter. There's different types of chocolates in there. And you might eat your favorites first, or you might save your favorites to last. And now I'm going to take away the aspect that someone can take your favorites so you can't ever lose your favorites, okay? So maybe your partner, they love sweets. They will eat all the chocolates if you don't get your favorites first. I'm not talking about that. Pretend that. No one's going to touch your candy. You get to choose which order you want the candy or which order you get to choose to eat the candy in. If you decide to eat your candy from favorites 
to worst, then you like to do things the easy way and then the hard way. If you choose to have the things that you don't prefer first, and then you choose to eat the things that you like last, you prefer to have things the hard way and then the easy way. That is just a quick tip on mindset. It works for some people. It doesn't work for everyone. So I can't say it's 100%. I would say 80%, 85% maybe. From there, you get to decide, all right, this is my type of person. So now that we got that out of the way, let's look at that quick PDF so we can understand the obstacles that we can be facing the easy way and the hard way. All right, everyone, if you're new to the podcast, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share the video and your audio to help build a community of people who choose the way that works best for them. And that could be the easy way or the hard way, but as long as you understand which way that is, then you can start to make some progress. Here we have a PDF of just some concepts of personal development. We have to look at this article with an open mindset because if you are closed, for example, Let's use politics, for example. It's easy to close off in a political debate. If someone has a different opinion than you, you're going to say, you know what? I don't want to talk to this person. You're crazy. What have you been on? You're just delusional because that person is thinking so differently. You might be thinking the easy way, hard way, and they might be thinking the hard way, easy way. Some people, they have to learn the hard way. For example, kids. Don't touch a stove. Don't touch a stove. Now, I don't want you to let your kid get hurt to a degree that they're going to have a scar for the rest of their life. But sometimes they're going to be doing something and you're like, hey, you're going to be doing this and you're going to get hurt. You're going to fall. You're going to trip. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to drop it. And sure enough, they drop it. The reason is they're not taking our word for what it truly is, the truth. They're taking it as you're trying to be the obstacle. You're trying to stop me from living how I want to live. Well, guess what? As an adult, as a person, maybe as someone who has studied history, you might have a set amount of wisdom. And that wisdom can be used to mitigate a lot of troubles in your life or in someone else's life. Parents will typically pass on wisdom to their children so their children can grow up without as many mistakes and so they can be in a better position. However, failures can make the man can make a person the person that they're supposed to become. Now, I'm not saying that we run away from failure, but I'm looking at the battles of, is this a battle that if you fail, you're going to learn something? If my kid is running in the house and I just mop the floor, is it really a battle that I need to say, hey, you're going to learn the hard way if you run in the house on a slippery floor? Maybe, because then when he's in public, he sees a caution wet floor sign, he's going to say, you know what? I'm not going to run here because this is dangerous. I'm going to fall. I'm going to get hurt like I did at home. It's very possible. Some kids have to learn that way. Yet you can say, if you see this sign, it means the floor is slippery. And then when the floor is slippery, you go fall and get hurt. Do you want to get hurt? No, I don't want to do that. Okay, cool. What that can cause is it can cause a person to be more hesitant and to take less action. There's an easy way and a hard way. Do we listen? Do we experience the failure? It depends on the person. It depends on the situation. There's certain aspects that can be good and there's certain aspects that can be bad. Now, when we look at personal growth and self-development, we can look at different aspects to it. What I want to look at today is just focusing on the aspect of success. We can look at relationships. We can look at career. We can look at health and fitness. I just want to talk about success today. If you want the other episodes, drop in the comments below. 
that you want a particular episode, I'll make it just for you. We are going to be talking about success because success is going to be that easy or the hard way. An easy way to get to success is to get a mentor, to get a coach, to find someone who has done what you're trying to do, or at least has gone in the direction that you're trying to walk toward. Because if you try to start from scratch, there's nothing wrong with that. But you're going to have a longer way to go because you're trying to figure out things along the way. There's a lot of mistakes that you can mitigate because you did the path of mentorship or apprenticeship. If you are a plumber or an electrician or a tradesman, any tradesman, to be honest, I believe they have different levels. You're an apprentice to start. That just means you're going to be finding someone who has become skilled and who has mastered the craft to a degree that now they can be the teacher. From there, you learn from that individual. Because you might have a bunch of ideas and you might say, oh, this is an easier way. But guess what? Sometimes the shortcuts can cause the most problems. Because I can try to be getting to my destination and they say the fastest place or the fastest way to get to a destination is in a straight line. But yet there's a forest in front of me. And if I go through the forest, I'm going to be trucking through maybe poison ivy. Maybe I'm in Maine and there's bears or something. I mean, there could be a lot of problems. What I'm going to say is if I'm trying to get to my success the quickest way possible, the best way to do it is to walk the path that has already been walked. Now, if I'm trying to do some type of success that is different, that no one has ever done it before, I'm going to have to find people who have at least some knowledge and some wisdom. So when I'm walking through that forest trying to get to my destination, at least I'm equipped. At least I have my machete. At least I have my buck spray. At least I have maybe the proper clothes, the jackets, the long pants, the right shoes. So I'm ready for whatever is going to be in that forest. But if I just said, you know, I'm going to go in with my flip-flops, my shorts, and my tank top, I'm going to probably get eaten alive by mosquitoes, maybe have some ticks on me, and I'm not going to be in a happy mood. Sometimes we have to go through life that way. Most of the time, and especially in our world today, we can equip ourselves with an understanding and knowledge base that is going to be this. We can have long-term success if we know how to do things in the concept of the easy way or the hard way. Ask yourself when you're doing something, is this the easy way or is the hard way? Because if you do things in a certain way, you might develop some issues. Maybe it'd be character issues. Maybe it'd be mediocrity. Maybe it'd be the difficulty in building experience, having cultural divides or social factors involved in it. Because again, you're following the easy way. It's easy to follow people. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but it's the easy path. It's the quickest way that you can get to success. But there is a secret that I'm going to be talking about in just a moment. We look at some of the obstacles, right? And I have already talked about why someone would take the easy route, fear of failure. I would rather go the path that's tried and true. Lack of resources. I don't have the money to keep on failing. I need to succeed quick, fast, soon. Okay. If you have a family, you have to feed them. You have to put a roof over their head. You don't have time to be playing games. Social pressure. Maybe again, your role. Society is telling you who you have to be. You have to show up. Maybe you're just not patient enough. You want things quick. Maybe you're just not certain of your own skill level. Most people are not. Most people won't walk through the forest because they're not certain that they'll get out. 
they would rather do something that everyone else has done because they know it works. If it's easy, we're going to get to our destination a lot sooner rather than the trial and error and then maybe the worry of what burnout is going to be soon if we don't get to our destination. Just because it's going to be the shortest distance, it doesn't mean it's going to be the quickest and best option for us. Then we get into lack of support and then our comfort zone. All of these are going to be obstacles to if you are going to choose the easy way or the hard way. But I'm going to be breaking this down even more because we do have to look at the easy way and the hard way in the sense more so if I'm trying to do something in my life, which is going to be the best for me. So as I said, we're going to be talking about success and success is going to be your goal, your destination, could be career, could be relationship, whatever that success is for you. Everyone has their own definition of success to success. What I have found is if someone's trying to be successful in life, they typically follow the crowd. They look at what other people have. Hmm, if I want to be successful, I need to have this car. I need to have these clothes. I need to be this person that everyone likes. And so that's what we aim for. That is our success. We take the easy way because the roadmap has already been built. Now, I want to put in that wrench here. I want you to take the hard way to success. I don't want you to look at what other people have. I want you to look at your life to what you would like to attain. And I want you to truly with a fine tooth and comb now, determine is this what you truly want? Because if I give you more money, if I give you the mansion, if I give you all of the accolades, you're going to find that is not happiness. You're going to find that's not where you want it to be. You're still going to have those desires. Why is that? Now, I understand we just like comfort as humans and we want things given to us or we want to have nice things, but There's a difference between people who are satisfied in a cabin with no electricity and people who want to live in high rises that cost millions of dollars and that they can look over the city and have a really nice view. What is the difference? Is the difference that someone likes to be higher up, maybe spend a lot of money and have nice things, or someone prefers the easy life, the slow life, the life that's away from technology and maybe society? And they're perfectly content. This is where you have to do the hard part. This is where you have to determine what you truly want. Because most people who have goals, especially goals straight up from high school, they're going to find that their goals are not going to lead them to where they want to be. Most people, I would say hmm, 80%, that's a lot of people. 20% are going to get lucky the first time. But for those 80% people, what do they typically do? They just stay where they are. Oh, I messed up. This is my circumstance. They continue to take the hard way now because they did the easy path in the beginning. They said, you know what? I'm just going to do what everyone else is doing. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be this or that because it makes good money. And from there, they eventually learn it's not about the money because this job is killing me. I'm doing something that I don't like and I don't prefer to do. And I'm not saying that in life, you always have to do the things you like. There's going to be many things in your life that you're not going to want to do or like to do. But there is an aspect to life, to the success that you can be going for. How do you want to live life? How do you want your life to be remembered? Do you want to be someone who has sacrificed your life, your youth to get ahead and have a bunch of monies and fast cars that you can't bring to where you're going after you die? Maybe. 
But maybe you want to make a difference. Maybe you want to build an empire. Maybe you want to start a family, create a legacy. That's something that's going to stand the test of time. It's going to stand even after you are gone. It depends on your mindset, right? Many people don't even look at this aspect because they just do what they're told. And whether it be the government telling them what to do, their parents telling them what to do, their friends telling them what to do, it doesn't matter who is telling them what to do. They do what they're told. They do what they see, not what they think is going to be the best option for them. And then even when you get into the best option for yourself, you might say, hmm, this is the best option for me. But you're going to find in life, life changes. The mindset that you have when you're 18 is not the same mindset when you have when you're 30. Your mindset grows, it evolves, it matures. Think of whiskey in a barrel or wine in a barrel. As the wine is sitting in the barrel, the whiskey is sitting in the barrel, it begins to mature. It begins to age. It begins to take on and enhance its flavor. And that's why a wine that has been sitting in a barrel or a whiskey that has been sitting in a barrel for hundreds of years is more expensive because it takes longer to become refined. In a sense, we have to take longer to refine ourselves. We can do things the easy way and just follow people. We're going to be the cheap dollar bottles of wine. We're going to be the barefoots of the world. We're going to be the Jim Beans of the world and the whiskey world. Guess what? It might get the job done. It might help you forget that in life there's something more, there's more meaning. But after you drink a copious amount of that alcohol, you feel like crap. But yet, if you go for the more expensive stuff, not only are you going to be able to savor it because you're like, well, this costs a lot of money. Let me savor this. So now you're in a different mindset automatically. You're not trying to chug it. You're not trying to drink a whole bunch of it because you're trying to savor it. And that is life. That is the journey of life. You're not trying to be frugal or anything, but you're trying to savor it. Many people don't savor life. Many people, they'll get their food from the store or from the restaurant. The waiter brings the food. Five, 10 minutes later, the food is gone. Yes, you were hungry. The waiter kept you waiting maybe. But guess what? Did you even taste the food after the first bite? Most people, they taste it. Hmm, this is pretty good. And that's it. What if I told you to do something? Would you do it? Would you take that first bite, taste it as most people do? And then I want you to taste the second bite and treat it just like the first. And then the third bite and every bite subsequent to that first bite, treat it the same way. Then do that to your life. Imagine how much more pleasurable life is going to be. Many people, they just get upset at what they have been given after they have got it. Because they take the first bite, they get used to it, they become complacent with it, and then they say, ugh, I'm tired of this. Life can be the same thing every single day, but the results it gives you is going to compound. If you put a dollar away every single day, you're not going to have $365 at the end of the year. You're going to have more. It compounds. If you go to the gym every day, you're not going to say, I lost an hour every single day. You're going to say, I gave myself an hour to be in the best shape of my life. So by the end of the year, you're in a better shape than when you started at the beginning. This is something that people don't understand. They think that if they don't go to the gym or if they don't put in the effort, when you don't do those things, it creates hardship later on in life. Think of your body, for example, now. If your body starts to break down when you're 40, and maybe if you're lucky the way people are living life right now, 50, you're going to find that your back hurts, your knees hurt, your elbows hurt, your whole body hurts. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm 50 years old, right? I'm just supposed to feel this. No, 
You're not supposed to feel that way. You're supposed to feel good, regardless of your age. I have had people come on the podcast. I'm going to have more people come on the podcast. We're going to be talking about this concept because people don't realize it, that their body doesn't just age and get worse. Think of it as that wine or that whiskey. It doesn't age and get worse. It gets better. It gets higher quality. Not only do you become more wise, more astute, more skilled, but you can also be better. You could be in the best shape of your life. I love going to the gym and meeting someone who's maybe in their 50s or 60s and they, you know, talking to me and they say, I'm in the best shape of my life right now. And I say, that is the goal. That is the goal. Because if you can be 65, 70 years old and be in the best shape of your life, two things had to happen. Number one, you built yourself up every single day to get to that point. And number two, you decided to make a change in your life because you have found the way you were living was causing more hardship and you needed to make some changes. Well, there's good news. Today can be that day you decide to make that change. You can say, I'm tired of living life the easy way because the easy way is going to lead to hardship later on in life. Osteoporosis, back pain, knee pain, neck pain, you name it type of pain is going to be there in your life if you don't do something. You have to be there to do the work. And that is success. Success is equivalent to that same mindset. Because if you don't do the work today, how can you expect the results tomorrow? You want to start a business, right? Well, most businesses fail within five years. Why is that? It's because the people, they didn't want to stick long term. They didn't want to do the hardship. They didn't want to go through the pain. They didn't want to go through the suffering. So they took the easy road. They decided to work for a paycheck, live a nine to five, be in the rat race. That's what they decided. Now, if you decided to be in a nine to five job and work for someone else, it doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. I don't want you to think that. I want you to understand that if you're doing something for someone else and you find true pleasure in it and you don't want the responsibility of creating a legacy or the responsibility of being an owner and doing all the things that the owner has to do, then maybe a nine to five is going to help you live life more fully. This is the concept that many people don't look at when they start a business. It's not so much about the freedom or how much money you're going to get. It's about the lifestyle that you can be living today and tomorrow. Because tomorrow is going to be maybe 10, 20 years down the road. And you have to ask, are you happy that you built this business? And if you're not enjoying what you're doing every single day, you might be going in the wrong direction. Now, I understand like if you go to the gym on day one, you might not like it. You might be huffing and puffing. You might be sweaty, smelly, sore if that even happens on the first day, right? But sometimes you can, like, especially if you go really, really hard. I don't want you to go really, really hard on the first day, regardless. You have been neglecting your body too long. Why give it something so difficult? One of the reasons why New Year's resolutions fail so readily is because people go so hard and they do something that they can't sustain. When, you should say, let me start the easy way, right? Let me just walk around the block. Let me do this. Let me build myself up. And when you finally give yourself the easy way, you finally get to maybe one of your goals, one of your destinations, you can change that mindset. Because now you can say, now that I walk the path that was already given to me, I get to choose. Do I want to walk through the forest or do I continue to walk down this path? That makes my life very simple. For some people, they like the hard way. For some people, they like the easy way. And the easy way and the hard way, depending on the situation, it switches. Because the hard way for success can be, all right, 
I'm not going to get a mentor. I'm going to do everything by myself and I'm going to learn from my mistakes and my failures. The easy way can be I'm going to get a mentor. If we look at health and fitness, the easy way is me not taking action and I'm going to have a hard time later in life. The hard way in the beginning for fitness is I'm going to do the work every single day. So later in life, I don't have to worry about my back pain or my neck pain or whatever type of pain. Depending on the situation, there's an easy way or a hard way. And you have to have the mindset that you can see the difference. For the people who fail to see the difference, they become delusional. They start to tell themselves lies and it becomes their truths. That can be the worst place to be. Most people who come to work with me, they are typically in a rude awakening because they're giving themselves this concept, this notion that they're continually telling themselves and it becomes their belief. And it takes about two or three months for me to finally get that out of their head. I'm like, what? like who's telling you this nonsense? And eventually they're like, yes, you're right. That is nonsense. I'm not sure why I was thinking that way. And the reason is because you can have an easy way of thinking or a hard way of thinking. And depending on what you're going for, there's an easy way or the hard way. And in success, and when you're trying to change your life, the easy way is to get a mentor, is to get a coach, is to get someone who has done what you're doing, is successful doing what you would like to do, or is aspiring to do what you're doing and is showing you every single day that they're walking the walk and talking the talk. I'm not going to get a trainer who is 300 pounds obese. I'm not going to get a mentor who is always negative, who's always depressed, who's always struggling with money who's always losing employees, I am going to find someone who has at least something that I'm looking for, that golden nugget. And if they have it, I want it. Because that right there is going to compound. That right there is going to extrapolate. Everything with inside me is going to help my thinking. It's going to help my mindset. And it's going to help me grow to new levels. So you have to ask yourself, are you the type of person who likes the easy way or the hard way? And then give me the situations that you're thinking about when you're thinking about the easy and hard way. And if you need any help, reach out to us, RevenConcepts.com. We'll be more than happy to take you through that process and get you on the right track to your best self yet. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, email me, coachingandsession at gmail.com. And I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching and Session. Until then, everyone take care.